0: trust your uh gut to trust your gut creatively mm-hmm. um and in any kind of workplace situation because there's a few times i look back on anything that i've like oh, i wish i'd done this differently it's what i had a reaction sensor that i didn't follow up on
1: that is the unmistakable and remarkable voice of tina fey she'll be giving us great insights on what advice you'd give your daughters also, how to avoid the vicious cycle of wanting more, 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 and why improv can help entrepreneurs. All this and much, much more is coming up on today's Super You Podcast. So let's go, go, go. That's one small step for man.
2: Liftoff. We have, we have a We choose
0: to go to the moon. Because they are easy, but because they are I hard. I have a
2: dream. You
1: can't handle the truth.
2: Seven, six,
1: five, four, three, two, one. Super, 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 super. You. Welcome to today's Super You podcast. I'm your host, Eric Qualman, but most of you know me as Equal Man. We have one of my favorites. One of my favorites, Tina Fey, the comedian. Oh, my gosh. Who doesn't love her stuff? Tina Fey, this is going to be long, but it's good. I love the background. I do the research for these shows on the folks that are going to be here beyond. It's just incredible. And this one, I've taken many hours to try to cut it down because there's so much she's accomplished. But Tina Fey is an American actress, comedian, writer, and producer. She was born May 18th. 1970 in Upper Derby, Pennsylvania. She's best known for her work on the television shows SNL, Saturday Night Live, and 30 Rock. Faye is also a successful author, having written the best-selling memoir, Bossy Pants. I read it, recommend it, very funny, in 2011. Good insight on her as well. And many of you know she's an advocate for women entertainment, has been involved in various philanthropic causes, including supporting autism research and promoting education for girls. Now here are 15 fun facts brought to you by Microsoft's chat GPT. Number one, Tina Fey's real name is Elizabeth Stamatina, Stamatina Fey, it's probably Stamatina Fey, pretty cool. She's left-handed, both my daughters are left-handed. She was a straight-A student and attended the University of Virginia, where she studied drama. If you've never visited that campus, oh my gosh, is that gorgeous. Charleston, Virginia. Designed, the architecture designed by Thomas Jefferson himself, but a beautiful campus. Charleston, University of Virginia. Number four, while working at Saturday Night Live, Faye wrote that iconic sketch, More Cowbell, featuring Christopher Walken. Number five. Faye has a scar on her face from a childhood incident in which a stranger slashed her with a knife. If you read Bossy Pants, you'll get really in-depth insight on how that really dramatically impacted her life. Number six, Faye and fellow comedian Amy Poehler met at a Chicago improv class in 1993 and have been close friends and collaborators ever since. Number seven, like several successful comedians, she actually started at Second City The Troupe in Chicago. When I lived in Chicago, it was amazing as I looked back some of the talent that went through there, so make sure you Google that. Number eight, Faye's husband, Jeff Richmond, is a composer and musician who has worked on many of her projects. Number nine, Faye has voiced characters on several animated television shows, including The Simpsons, Bob's Burgers, and Pinky in the Brain. Number 10, she's a big, big, big fan of Harry Potter. Who isn't? I'm a huge fan. My mom is even bigger. Grammy's a huge fan of Harry Potter. And named her daughter after a character from the books. 11, Faye is a foodie. 13, Faye wrote and starred in the hit movie Mean Girls in 2004. 14, Faye was the first female head writer on Saturday Night Live and the first woman to win the Emmy for Outstanding Writing for a comedy series. She wound up creating and starred in the hit TV show, 30 Rock, which was loosely based on her experiences working at SNL. That's kind of scary (laughs) that that actually does happen behind the scenes uh, with these writers. And then last but not least, Faye also won an Emmy Award for her portrayal of Sarah Palin on SNL. I could literally go on and on for hours with what she's done, what she's accomplished, but let's get into this with the first question. Tina, your career is like so many writers and actors got started with improv, but improv requires a lot of prep works. My understanding that it requires a lot of behind the scenes prep. It's not just off the fly that you're that you're making these amazing skits on the fly. It's actually you need to have that preparation, that practice, the blocking and tackling behind the scenes. And it's what you would call relaxed readiness. Now I've never heard that term relaxed readiness. What do you mean by relaxed readiness?
0: I think it is. With our show, a lot of work goes into it. I mean, there's a lot of work in that writer's room to think about those jokes and those bits and that story. I think of it as, um, uh, when I played uh, baseball as a kid, there's a lot of talk about, uh, you know, when you're up in the outfield, where I always was, and there's a lot of talk about relaxed readiness. And so I think there's a lot, a lot of preparation, 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 and then you want to be in a state of relaxed readiness so that if something spontaneous does happen, You're there and you're capable of seizing that moment, but I think you get there with a lot of prep work.
1: Well, if you're playing the outfield in baseball when you grow up, you either stink or you're really fast. So I'm going to go with that you were super fast. But when we look at entrepreneurship, it's a lot like improv in the sense that there are things every day that come up unexpectedly for an entrepreneur and they have to change and adjust in order to continue their company's story. Are there any practices or rituals you did before or after any improv show that might be helpful for all of our entrepreneurs out there?
2: If you've never studied improv, the closest thing I could liken it to is if you've watched the show Cheer. And you know how they, on Cheer, before they do their full outs, they stand around in a circle and they're like, everyone think about this and they just kind of talk to each other and we would do a similar thing before and after an improv show. And there used to be, you know, like the, like the talking stick or the hacky sack or whatever. And you'd like take your turn and you'd get the thing and you'd say like, I just really feel myself included that like we could be faster. And I feel like that um, training of how to speak to each other and to let each other take turns and to speak appropriately and to be upfront about, you know, I'm not sure we should be doing this. I think it should be different. That training really paid off. And and yeah. by the time we were doing, you know, Weekend Update together, we already had the tools to to be uh, direct with each other without it feeling um, uh, personal or emotional in a bad way.
1: You know, DEI is a big topic these days, diversity, equity, and inclusion. You're on the forefront of this with a lot of your work. You're doing some great work in this area. What are your thoughts, just high level, is this good or is it bad for society? Can you hear arguments on both sides? Like, what's what's your take on this?
0: I mean, I do think the more the more the more diverse the room, the better everything is because um, it's just yeah, it's just it's just truly better because you don't want to be a bunch of you don't want to be a bunch of Caucasian people trying to guess what's okay, if, you know, for a, a Latino person. <laughs> How about just have some Latino people in the room and right. come up with things together? Yeah, it's like. You wouldn't, you wouldn't make a soup with like one thing in it and expect it to be good soup.
1: Confidence, confidence in sports. You're playing your lights out in golf. You see these guys at the top of their game. They can't miss a shot. All of a sudden they miss a couple putts and then their confidence is shot. And It can happen literally from hole to hole. It happens in any sport. You get red hot shooting basket, basketball and all of a sudden for weeks you're red hot and then all of a sudden you fall off the shelf. But you also need confidence in the workplace that I've heard you say that, that you need that confidence in the workplace, but it's tough to get confidence. How do you, how do you get that confidence? Is it fake it till you make it or how, how does that work? How do you get that confidence? You
0: no, know, I think it's, you know, one thing to have a self-deprecating personality, but you don't want to be self-deprecating about your work abilities. You know, and I, in the book I talk a little bit about one of the rules of improv though is, is to make statements as opposed to uh, ask questions, which in improv is just, you know, if I say like, who are you? Why are you here? What should we do now? Then I'm putting all the burden on on you, my partner. And I said that sometimes also applies to to women, even just with with our voices in the workplace to speak confidently and to you know, try to avoid that kind of like, um, I have an idea. I think feel like we were. I'm just like, I don't know if it's a good idea. Like just to just to make statements <laughs> as much as you can. But I think it's um to try to prevent yourself from prefacing your work with any kind of apology. You know, um, I have friends, Like that. I have a friend who's writing a pilot right now and I have another friend who's gonna be working with her and I said, well, here's uh, her deal. She's gonna, this is her routine. She'll say for 30 seconds, like, I don't know. I don't think, I think this really stinks. And then you said, you just have to let her say that. And then she does know and she doesn't stink. And it's good. And so, you know, if you can, if you can see that, if you have that behavior in yourself and you can just kind of, Skip that part you know if you can just kind of fast forward the uh, the uh, pre-apology part
1: i have two daughters that are 10 and 12 and you're a great role model for them and, and all the young women out there and by the way i read bossy pants loved it i got a lot of weird looks as a dude reading that book but it was hilarious and also had a lot of good insight not only about yourself but just uh on how to live life but uh do you have any advice for my daughters 10 to 12 but more importantly not just my daughters just any young women out there what advice would you have for those out there
0: trust your uh, gut to trust your gut creatively mm-hmm. um and in any kind of workplace situation because there's a few times i look back on anything that i've like oh, i wish i'd done this differently it's what i had a, yeah, uh, a reaction sense to it that i didn't follow up on
1: pressure 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 the more success you have you had obviously as much success as anyone, when you have success, then the pressure starts to ratchet up that you have to do better than what you just did. How do you deal with that increased pressure? If you even allow for that to occur, how do you mitigate that pressure from building up? How do you avoid getting in the rat race of running to the next biggest thing?
2: Care a lot. Care, 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 care about it a lot. But inside, there's a little secret like floating ball inside that ball of don't, I don't care at all. When you do, um, if you do a plank, you know, if you exercise and you do a plank and you're supposed to push and pull at the same time, it's finding that it's like, I care very deeply. I'm working really hard on it at the same time. I don't care. (laughs) And that's a, that takes practice. Um, I mean, I think with most things, if you're freezing up, it is just sort of just jump, just, just start, just, just start without worrying about it. things being perfect is usually the advice that I would try to
1: give. Now, sticking with this slightly, a little bit of a tangent, but but a little bit of a turn, a little bit of a curve, how do you avoid the vicious cycle of more, 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 more? How do you avoid, I, all right, I've gotten to this mountain. Ooh, I felt good, but not as good as I thought. Let me go to the next mountain. Maybe that's where the answer is. And then it's like, oh, no, the next mountain, that's where I'll, I'll figure out the secret of life. How do you avoid that vicious cycle of more, 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 next, next, next?
0: I feel like I am at an age where all the things I ever thought I wanted to do, I did them. I always wanted to work at Saturday Night Live. I wanted to have a TV show. I wanted to have children, uh, you know. And so I, I feel like I'm kind of trying to be quiet and take things in, read, listen, whatever, and just am waiting for something inside me to tell me what the next thing is I want to do.
1: Tita Fey, Bossy Pants. Thanks for those amazing insights. I definitely suggest reading her book from 2011 called Bossy Pants. Um, watch her stuff; great stuff. She doesn't need any more eyeballs. She's one of the. She's at the top of the game. But definitely one of my favorite shows. I hope you got as much out of this as I did. Uh, that we all struggle with turmoil again. In the book, you'll learn a little bit more about that scar um, for being attacked as a, as a young girl when she was very little, and that's why she's such an advocate. Um, for women, young women out there today. But definitely uh, check out her stuff, and I hope they got a lot out of this show. Thank you for tuning in each and every week. Uh, we want to thank you on behalf of myself and everyone at Equal Man Studios. That's Jake Bryn, Maritza Gutierrez, and also Kelsey Gomez. I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, and hopefully you're wearing your cape. You're all superheroes out there, and hopefully you got that courage to wear the cape. And until next time, this is Equal Man, reminding all of us, it's not what we take from the world, it's what we leave behind.
2: Seven, seven, six, five, four,
1: six, three,
2: two, one. Super, 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 super,
1: super you. Sorry.